0: Hello, hello! Can you guys believe school starts in a little over a month? That is so crazy to me that the summer is almost over, but hey, it's been a good one. With school starting soon, some sooner than others, I wanted to share a message in hopes that you guys will take this next month to prepare your faith for the school year to come. Alright, here we go. As Christians, we are often shamed or judged or questioned for going to bars, parties, or really anything besides reading our Bible, right? Now, that might seem a little harsh, but in my world, that's the reality. It's the, you're a Christian, why are you here? You're drinking? I thought Christians didn't drink. Or even, oh, you're going with us? Aren't you too holy for that? This reputation and these comments can often lead Christians to think that in order to be a true Christian, they cannot drink, they cannot go to the bars, they cannot party. For instance, I feel like it's often the girl or guy who chooses not to go, and when asked why, they give the, oh, I'm a Christian answer. Now, whether you're a listener that goes out and drinks or the listener that sits back in his room, his or her room, while all their friends go out, let me ask, how are you in your relationship with God? I ask you this because if you believe you have a strong relationship with God and you believe you are firm in your faith, then keep listening. And if you feel a little uneasy with the question and not sure you're there yet, then please stop listening. Take this as your sign to open your Bible and work on that relationship. Go on. I'll be right here waiting when you're ready. Okay, for those who claim to be firm in their faith, and I really mean that, this is for you. This simple phrase really shook my world, and that phrase is this. Jesus sat and ate with sinners. Not only that, he washed their feet. He went to towns where sinners reigned wild and free. He showed up at places where sinners outnumbered believers by large numbers. He spoke at places where no one believed him. He practically hung out with people who were not followers of him. And when he crossed paths with someone who did believe in him, or in that moment, made someone a believer, he says, go out and make more. And what really gets me as, as if we're supposed to be living like Jesus, then we should be in places filled with sinners, where the sinners outnumber the believers, where people go to hide from Jesus. That is where we should be. If Jesus was here in the flesh today, he would not be sitting in his room while people go out. He'd be out there with them. Now I can tell you, he wouldn't be out there making a fool out of himself, but he would be out there sharing the gospel and having conversations of faith with people. And if you need another push to go out there, let me remind you that the King of Kings drank wine. He did not get drunk off the wine, but he drank it. As Christians, it's okay to drink as long as you don't cross that line of drunkenness. And if you do, or if you have before, let us remember our God is forgiving, and you should drink less or maybe not at all the next time, right? Okay, I just wanted to get that out there. Now back to our man Jesus. God often reaches people when they are suffering. It is in those turning points of pain in their life that they start to reach for God to help them. And let me tell you, there are a lot of people in this world who are suffering, who are not reaching for God. We need to go out there in this world find those people, help them find God. It could be as simple as picking up a crying girl off the bathroom floor and getting her safe. Or it could be asking your friend, who you see, taking shots all night, if they're okay and what they're running from. You should even bring it up the next day and say, say to your friend, Hey, I saw you were doing this and this last night. Is everything okay? Do you want to talk about anything? Now, this is definitely easier said than done which is why at the beginning i asked only those who said they were firm in their faith to keep listening you need to be firm enough in your faith to know that you should be bringing jesus to these people you need to be able to stand firm when you go out and your friends pressure you to have one more drink it is those very people who need to be showing the love of jesus because those are people who want to see you do things so they feel better for not turning to god in those moments when they say when we say no because our faith is greater That we start to bring Jesus to people. When we walk like him and talk like him and love people like him, people cannot help but notice. I want to encourage you guys to be around people. Do not be afraid to be around people. Show them the love of Jesus whenever you can. But I also don't want you to feel like you have to go out all the time or only hang out with those who are deliberately sinning. You need to go to the mountain rest too. You also need to keep a circle of like minded Christian friends too to help keep you accountable. This is why it's important to spend time with god and grow your faith constantly standing firm in your faith is not easy because it's not what the world wants you to do it's not what the devil wants you to do everyone wants you to come down to their level they wanted the same thing for jesus jesus was tempted time and time again first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says this the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience and god is faithful he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. The Bible very plainly states that we will face temptation, but he also says that we'll have a way out. It's a choice to sin, guys, but there is always a choice to follow Jesus. Chapter one, verse three reminds us that for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Do not fear temptation, but use it as you, but use it to grow your faith. Now, the reason I'm sending out this message a month before school starts is because I want all of you to prepare your faith now. Take these four weeks to strengthen your faith. Get in the habits you need to get into now before the hustle of school starts. We all know fall is a busy time between classes, new membership, football games, and everything in between. It can be pretty hard to form new habits while trying to balance everything else. So take these four weeks to make it a habit to spend time in the word and strengthen your faith. Take time, excuse me, take time to make this a priority in your life so when school starts, God doesn't get the back burner. And this was a lot for someone to hear, don't worry. This message has been on replay in my mind for a while now, but it took me some time too to find the right words to say. Personally, I always felt like there was a lot of things I couldn't do because I loved God more. But now I realize that if I love God this much and I want to live like Jesus, then I'm going to have to go to the places sinners go. But I can only do this if my faith is strong. If not, this can lead to failing to temptation over and over again, which is not at all what I want you guys to do. I want your relationship with Jesus to be so strong that you feel called to go to these places too. And if you're listening, wondering just how you can strengthen your relationship with Jesus, all I have to say is never stop learning about him and studying him. The longer you spend time with someone, for example, the more you get to know them and you have no problem talking about them. Well, this stands true for our relationship with Jesus. The more we spend time with him, the more easier it is to talk to people about him. The last thing I want to leave you with is this little recommendation. Think of it as a, re- a reward if you have done already. When you feel like you're close enough with God to have a conversation about your faith with a non-believer, I think you should start wearing something daily to represent your faith, whether that is a cross necklace or a bracelet of sorts or a ring or honestly whatever suits your style and represents your faith. Now, that may seem a little odd to some, but I have two reasons for doing this. One, this opens up the possibility of starting a conversation about Jesus to someone who maybe hasn't heard his name in a while. One example I have of this is I actually bought a necklace from Daily Grace Co. and I decided to go with a necklace that was a sun on the horizon over the cross. Now you may be wondering why I would choose a sunrise over a cross if I want to represent my faith. My reasoning is I want someone to compliment my sunrise necklace. I want them to tell me they like it so I can say thanks. It represents how God's mercies are new for each for us each day. I want to use the necklace to point people to Jesus in a, as simple as that one sentence in hopes of starting an even deeper conversation of faith, but I at least say his name to them. My second reason of wearing something daily to represent your faith um, is for me, it keeps me accountable. If I'm going to wear a cross around my neck representing my faith and that I'm a believer, then I better act like it, especially if you're wearing a cross for others to see, but you're getting ridiculously drunk at a party, people may see it at as, ah, she's a, oh, she's a Christian, but getting drunk is okay. And I'm sorry, but that's not. The harsh, unwanted truth is it's not. Whatever you choose to symbolize your faith for others to see, you should be acting like Jesus when you wear it, so others can see the true him and not the false idea. So we don't want to lead people to sin. So yeah, I think wearing something to symbolize your faith is like a two and all. You get to glorify God, but showing your faith, and maybe even having conversations with someone about faith. And it helps you stay accountable and walk like Jesus. The last thing I have to say, and I mean it this time, is that you do not have to go out and have conversations with hundreds of people a day about your faith. Not everyone is called to do that, but we are called to love like Jesus. So no matter how deep your faith is, whether you just started believing or you've been a Christian your whole life, you can always, and I mean always, choose to love others like Jesus does. Ephesians chapter four, verse 15 says this. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way, more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your love for us. Thank you for the fact that we can never stop learning about you. Father, I pray that the person listening today starts maturing their faith so they can grow the confidence to talk to others about you. I pray, Lord, you grant those listening with the confidence they need to lead others to you. May you provide them comfort and peace as they begin studying you more and growing their faith. Father, you are capable of amazing things, So I pray you work in the lives of those listening because only you know where they are on their faith's journey. I pray after today's message, they take one step closer to you. In your heavenly name I pray. Amen. Alright, thank you guys for listening today. Be sure to be following Living May New on Instagram. And if you're interested in getting a necklace like mine, be sure to check out Daily Grace Co. link in my bio and get $5 off your first purchase. Thanks guys. Have the best week. Talk to you soon.